Welcome back to the Bhagavad Gita in a Year podcast. I'm Radha, and I'm here in India, actually, with my friend Gokul and Russell. We have Russell here. He's in Australia. And uh, Chaitanya Charan Prabhu, our teacher. He's also in Australia. Same town, actually, as Russell right now, right, Prabhu? Yeah, in Melbourne, both of us. Yeah. Okay, so we continue. Yes, so we are on day 53, day 53 today, right? Um, And we'll start at chapter 3, text 25, talking about acting to set an example for society. Yes. Saktaha karmanya vidvamso yatha kurvanti bharata puryad vidvamsatha saktash As the ignorant perform their duties with attachment to results, the learned may similarly act, but without attachment, for the sake of leading people on the right path. Yes. So, here now, we are moving to a new section in the Bhagavad Gita, in this chapter. To understand this section, let's try to look at the flow of what's happening in the Gita, in this particular chapter broadly. So Arjuna's driving question is whether to fight or not fight, which basically is expanded to whether to act or to not act, and which is expanded to various levels, act or renounce. Which is which is which is elevated to further levels. We discuss attached action, detached action, mature renunciation, premature renunciation, broadly speaking. So now Krishna has talked at various levels. And now he's moving to a, a level of specific concern for Arjuna. That so if we consider Premature renunciation, Krishna talked about this from 3.3 to 8. Then we could say at some level, attached action is what Krishna talked about from 3.9 to 16. It's not exactly attached, but yes, we want to survive in the world. And for that, we need things. So we need to act in a mood of sacrifice. So, but so it was at some level attached action. Then he talked about mature renunciation. Even if he's at, at that level, he one should act for setting an example for others, that's 317 to 24. Now, Krishna is saying that he's going to talk at this, in this section from 325 onwards about how to act at the level of detached action. So, the way the section is flowing is that Arjuna is being offered multiple perspectives to the same conclusion. That the conclusion is Arjuna needs to act. This is one of this the most one of the important images in the Gita to understand the its flow. Because there's a target to be hit. We can hit it from the front, we can hit it from various sides. So for Krishna, there is a target to be hit very clearly, that is to get Arjuna to fight. And he's going to hit it from various perspectives. So, 
that target which is going to be hit by krishna that is what we are discussing now so when krishna talked about karma kanda in terms of working as a sacrifice and all that so all that is now being brought together arjuna is not just interested in maintaining the order of the world he is of course interested in that but arjuna is also interested in functioning for the sake of attaining liberation so karma kand karma yoga like that there could be various levels of action even if arjuna wants to renounce there is pre renounce pre renunciation action before one can be ready to renounce the world one needs to act in the world so that's also something which arjuna has to do in the pre renunciation phase so here krishna is now differentiating between the action done to set an example by a detached person versus an action done by a attached person what what did you mean what do you mean in the one above where you said pre pre renunciation i mean so that that before one can be ready to renounce the world one has to act and then eventually one may become ready to renounce the world okay but it's better that you set a example so basically krishna is talking about multiple perspectives from which right now arjuna you should act hmm? so that's the idea Okay. So, so now action done to set an example. The action done by an attached person. So now there's a difference between the two of this. So what is, are they two equal? Definitely they're not equal. So that although there's a difference, but still externally both of them are doing action, and that's how the example is being set for others. So other others might get. This person might have only a gradual elevation, because that person is still attached. so there there could be a gradual elevation whereas this person will move straight towards liberation the destinations for both of them are different but nonetheless the external the same so if we turn now krishna is elaborating on the difference i talked earlier about intent content and consequence so the content is action that is the same for both the attached and the detached but so the consequence and the intent are going to be different action same for both detached and attached so here what is let's see what krishna is saying in these verses saktaha karmanya vidvamso yatha kurvanti bharata so just as a attached person acts a detached person also acts similarly so he's talking about these two people mm -hmm. let's consider these two people mm -hmm. what are their similarities they are both doing action in that there is they're similar but the difference is now the difference between them is 
this person is detached and this person is also with warm is wise whereas the other person is attached and with warm is unwise so while there is a difference between the two of them there is also similarity between both of them now krishna is saying that externally they are similar but internally they are different so while this difference is there externally between them both of them still have the internal the same sorry have the external the same so that an example is set but because this the the person setting an example is detached and wise the action will have a different consequence the action will lead the person towards elevation and liberation that may not be the same that will not be the same effect for somebody else who is attached okay is it clear or is it clearly confusing okay so you're saying if you're detached the it, it so the same action can look the same on the outside but on the inside it's different it can be different cuz one person can be attached one person can be detached and then also the consequence of the action for the person that's detached it's going to be liberation it's going to be yeah. better and then person that's attached they're going to be like subject to the material most yes so there will be there will be within material existence material modes material existence but they will be elevated they'll be elevated to like higher planets you're saying better life basically when people live responsibly they they do become elevated to a better life yeah we could say devotee parents take care of their children ordinary parents take care of their children so if we consider parenting as an example now there could be devotees a spiritually minded people and there could be materialists now but if the point is if both of them are doing it responsibly mm-hmm. now devotees they are seeing they are not seeing it as my children i am taking care of them but devotees will be seeing it as these are krishna's parts and interest in my care so the vision is different but even by seeing devotee parents example if other parents also take care of the children well that is a good thing cuz neglectful parents are harmful for society in any way so but elevated gradually so they could be elevated to a better position in this world it could be this world or it could be the heavens in the next world mm-hmm. either way when they are elevated towards it is beneficial for them Hmm. Whereas here the result will be liberation because their consciousness is much higher. Is it clear? No. Yeah. Okay. So two two different sets of parents can be raising their kids in really loving ways, and once one set of parents is, are devotees and the other aren't, and so the set that's the parents that are devotees are raising the child as as servant of krishna and the people that are materialist are raising the child and they're very personally attached that so it may look the same on the outside because they're both you know very responsible parents 
but the parents that are raising the child as service to Krishna will obtain liberation and the materialist will just maybe have a better life. Yes. So here Krishna's mood is not to devalue those who are not doing things with higher consciousness. He's saying even if they don't have a higher consciousness, it's like, you know, you do the right thing with the right mood, right motive. That's the best. But if you consider this to be like a hierarchy or a staircase, then we could say right thing, do it, even if not so right motive. At least do the right thing. But the really the bottom one would be uh, the thing is not right and the motive is also not right. That is a real problem. So it's a progression over here. Example, you can say a doctor. You know, a doctor gives the right treatment so that the doctor wants to serve people who are sick and heal them of their suffering. Some doctors may be in it for money. But even when they are in it for money, they are very meticulous about the treatment that they give. Hmm. But somebody who is just not even doing, they, they are in it for money, but they are not even very careful. They just want to clock the hours. Okay. This many hours, I saw this many patients, therefore I got this much medicine. I got this much earning. And then actually not right, then that is worse. So Arjuna could be at this level. And he, Krishna says actually society could be at this level. Most of society. People in society can be at this level. Then this way he'll be setting an example for them. Okay. okay. Can we talk for a second? Like when when we talk about attached action and in uh, non-attached action, when we're not attached, we're acting like as we're the servant of Krishna. And when we're attached, we're acting for our, our own. Is there, are we saying that that's like necessarily a bad thing? Like if you're a parent and you're attached to your kids, what, why is that bad? It's not bad. It's just not the best. Mm -hmm. If um, it's just that there is a possessive mentality created, there's a controlling mentality created, they're my children. So that could lead to the children, parents becoming too controlling of their children, children. Or sometimes the whole idea is that if all that I'm seeing in my relationship with you is just you and me, then there is no God in the picture, then I'm not going to go closer to God by that. So I I cannot be elevated by any activity if there is no conception of elevation in my mind while doing that activity. That's why it's not so much a bad thing, it's a, it's just not the best thing. Mm -hmm. And of course, from a long-term perspective, any attachment will eventually lead to distress as and when that relationship uh, runs its course for whatever reason. All relationships in that world are temporary. So the ideal situation is where we have relationship in this world, but we are focused on growing our relationship with transcendence. We are focusing toward liberation. Mm. Okay. Okay, because eventually anything we're attached to 
will have to become unattached or material nature will force us to. And, and right. if, if we don't have God in that relationship, it could be very painful and actually bring us down. Yeah. True. Of course, right now in the Gita, Krishna is not talking about devotees specifically. Krishna is talking about karma yogis and karma kandis. But the principles apply for bhaktas, for devotees also. So, okay. let's move to the next verse. Na buddhi bhedam janayet agyanam karma sanginam joshayet sarva karmani vidwan yuktah samacharan Translation So as not to disrupt the minds of ignorant men attached to fruitive results of prescribed duties, a learned person should not induce them to stop work. Rather, by working in the spirit of devotion, he should engage them in all sorts of activities for the gradual development of Krishna consciousness. Yes. So here is one of the key verses of Krishna, uh, of the Gita, which conveys the overall mood of Krishna that Krishna doesn't want too much social disruption. So he's saying even by speech, okay, that there are people who are at a higher level. These are wise and they are detached. And then there are people at a lower level. They are unwise and they are attached. Mm. But what Krishna is saying is that if somebody is at this level, where, how should they communication? How should they communicate that? Basically, is this a bad level? Well, it's definitely not the best level, not the highest. But it's not possible for people to suddenly say if somebody is at this level, you suddenly jump from this level to this level. If they try to leap, it is not possible. So instead, they need to be guided towards a path of gradual elevation. So just because we are at a higher level does not mean that we can immediately get everyone else to that higher level. Everybody is in an incremental path of growth. So the word Krishna uses is buddhi bhedam. That buddhi bheda means don't damage or destroy the intelligence. Because they broadly don't destroy people's worldviews. Everybody has a worldview, and that gives them some shelter in the chaos of the world. And unless we are capable of giving them another worldview that will give them shelter, we we will do more harm than good if we just disrupt that their their worldview. So if somebody thinks that, oh, what is the purpose of life? 
I have to work hard. I have to have a family. I have to have, I have to have a career. And then I grow. And one day I'll die. Okay. But who cares? Still then I can have a big life. I can have a meaningful life. I can have a successful life. And that's what I want. Who knows what happens after that? Now, for such a person, if we speak to them and say, hey, you're doing all these duties, it's all temporary, it's all worthless. What is the use of all this? So what may happen is, if we consider a person is being materially responsible. Now we would like them to be spiritually responsible. But if we devalue or de we devalue this level, we, our purpose is to get them to rise to the next level. But what might happen is, that instead, they might just go down to another level of being materially irresponsible. Oh, life is so hard. Who knows what happens after death? And because nobody knows what happens, what is the point of even trying to do anything? So just quit everything. So if a person becomes very, very passive and pessimistic and uh, lethargic, that's not healthy for society. So why should we not disturb people's minds? Because we don't want to leave them shelterless. And maybe their shelter is not the best shelter right now. It's a lesser shelter. That's okay. And we can try to elevate them to higher shelter if we can. But don't, don't disrupt their life so much that they go away. And sometimes this is what happens when we do spiritual outreach also. That we may be too forceful and when we are doing outreach, the purpose is not just tell the truth. Yes, of course you tell the truth. But the purpose is to tell the truth in a way that attracts people to the truth. If people are not attracted to the truth, then we are doing a disservice. If we present things in a way that is only going to alienate people away from God, then that's our God or whatever is their level of action where they are at, then that is not healthy. So if somebody say, hmm, is uh, going back to the early example of parenting. Somebody has children and they are told children are simply the source of attachment and entanglement and when children grow up, they will be headaches and heartaches for you. And therefore, what is the use of being attached? Well, is that going to inspire the person to become more responsible or is that going to make the person more negligent? Does that make them actually more spiritually involved? Or the person just becomes more negligent. If the person is going to become more negligent, then a parent, if the person's negligent or then that is a disservice to society. Disservice to them, disservice to their children, disservice to society. So overall, we need to act in a way that elevates people. If we can if they can be elevated rapidly, that's great. If they can't be elevated rapidly, let them be elevated slowly, whatever it is. So Arjuna is fighting the war 
with the understanding of a <coughs> bigger picture arjuna understands the purpose the way the universe works and he has a higher consciousness but others may not be fighting with the same higher consciousness but at least they are doing the right activity they are courageously fighting if arjuna flees arjuna leaves because he has higher consciousness but others others leave the battlefield that is because they are they have they don't have higher consciousness they have lower consciousness and warriors are meant to be heroes who fight courageously in the face of danger but if they start fleeing away society will be left with no protectors so krishna is telling emphatically to arjuna therefore arjuna you need to fight you need to do your duty diligently mm. so by your words or by your actions don't disrupt people's minds that's the broad theme that krishna is speaking here okay yeah you know i, I feel like a lot of us can relate to this is not disrupt not disrupting the minds of people that of people that maybe aren't following that same path a lot of times within our own families you know like if you start following this path and your parents don't or if you have kids that don't and it's like um i know that happened to me with when i started following this path and my family did it and they were very like at the beginning it, they were very concerned and it was almost like like i had to show them how beneficial this path is not through like all of the mechanical things i was doing and pushing it on them but by showing up as more loving and and it's just a higher version of myself and in that way it made them want it made them more open to it and um it was almost like i had to do i didn't even really show the practices more just like the way that it was impacting me internally and um and that made them more receptive and now it's now they're very receptive so that's true actually many times it is people have to see it's like uh, we have we could say our standards of what is right thing to do or what is the right way to behave and people have their standards what is the right behavior and somehow we have people have to see that what we are doing is good from their standards also mm. hey, many times when i talk you talks in universities and there are some kids who are practicing spirituality and they ask how can we inspire our peers to practice spirituality the first thing i say hey, you have to study diligently now there is no guarantee that just because you study diligently your peers will also become spiritually interested but if you you have become apathetic in your studies you start cutting corners there then that is guaranteed to set a bad example and take other kids away from their studies or rather not away from their studies they'll take it away from their spirituality because they'll think i don't want to become a lackadaisical student so if somebody is a student and a spiritualist a devotee then their for them their spirituality might be more important thing but where their spiritual standards intersect with 
the standards of the other students so and there are students so when we say set example this the example has to be in the terms that uh, those people can also appreciate so it's like as they say don't tell me what you believe show me how you behave mm. so that's what is being the mood over here that okay what you believe what what your conceptions what your personal spiritual rituals whatever there be that's okay but in terms of normal human standards of behavior have you become a better person if that has happened then that will inspire others so here is are you a good person or even better you can say has this made you a better person so if you are a good person then i am interested in knowing more about you has this made you a better person so if a warrior runs away from a war just because it is difficult those who are intelligent warriors those who are committed responsible warriors they will think oh this spirituality business is making us irresponsible so we are not interested in that and those who are anyway responsible warriors they will come to spirituality and then what will happen is that will also affect society wrongly so if us both ways it will be affected wrongly spiritualist is irresponsible Hmm. Or we could say again, take contemporary example of a student. Hmm. Which if a student is irresponsible, so responsible students by irresponsible means academically irresponsible is not studying properly. So then, responsible students will be alienated. Hmm. And then we may say irresponsible students may become attracted, thinking that oh, this spiritual business can be my pretext. for neglecting my studies and being self righteous about it and mm. again what will happen is they will become attracted they will be responsible and they will lead to further alienation of people oh these are the kind of people who do this charity business we have no interest in them therefore krishna is saying that don't disrupt people's minds okay so any comments questions so we discussed the new section i focused on how first we discussed gita's multiple multi level analysis so we talked about how krishna has covered detached renunciation as a mature renunciation immature renunciation premature renunciation he has covered it and now he is talking about specifically detached action as compared to attached action so that's what is the discussion over here in this particular chapter in this particular section of series this 2 25 to 35 and others have been discussed previously and then within that we discuss two principles that the the wise and the detached mm. now the action is the same 
but when the wise and detached do the same action as others they will get liberation as a result whereas when the unwise and the attached they do the same action their result will be that they will stay in society there will be gradual elevation for them all of the results are different but still it's important to set an example and that point is that don't disrupt people's mind so don't disturb or disturb because if we want to elevate not degrade or unintelligent not alienate so if sometimes we are too pushy instead of raising people from the level of say responsible action you can say responsible material action to responsible spiritual action what might this is what our intention is but if we are not careful the result may well be the opposite the so this is what we should not be emphasizing that we should not make them to people to be irresponsible material so this has to be avoided by offering people a gradual path for elevation thank you very much hare krishna thank you